This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the first episode, post-COVID-ish, kind of post-COVID-ish, of the Storm Center. I am your new host, John Kay, and I am joined by sophomore communication minor, Drew Everhart. Drew, thanks for joining me. Big help. Uh, Obviously, Langston is gone, so it took me a while to find a new partner, but now I've got one, and we're going to get this thing rolling. Drew, give the people a little bit of an introduction. Thank you, John. Happy to be here. I am a sophomore here. Let's get to it's good to good to hear. We love we obviously love our sports here on campus. If you're a first time listener, we uh, pretty pretty talented campus sports wise, and we'll get to that here in a minute. But first, we're gonna start on the ice. The NCAA men's hockey team is taking on Adrian tonight at Adrian in the first round of the NCHA tournament. The men's team has dropped the past two games. To the Bulldogs, and I mean, that's one of the best teams. Obviously, Drew hasn't gotten much of the hockey experience yet because we haven't been able to really go and watch, but Adrian, one of the better teams in the NCHA and the nation in hockey. The men sitting at 5-9-1 and one for the season, looking for a little bit of an upset there. The women, 4-10 and 10 on the year, they're traveling to Aurora in their first round of their side of the NCHA tournament. They're 2-1 and one against Aurora this year, a good chance to get a win and move on to another round of their bracket in the NCHA tournament. Drew, you're in charge of track and field. How did the men and women do in the indoor championships this weekend? Well, we'll start with the men. They won the MIAA Indoor Track and Field Championship. Congratulations to those guys. Finished with a score of 82, beating all of Hope, Hope Olivet, and others by it with, with 182 points. Hope and all of that had 81. Oh, wait, sorry, they had 101. So they beat him by 82 points. Congratulations to those guys. And the women placed second in the MIAA championship, only losing by Hope by nine. That's a tough break. That both both very talented squads, obviously. Or like like we said, we're a premier spot in the MIAA yep. in a lot of sports. So that's. Really cool. I didn't even realize that was this weekend until I think Andy Brown said something during the basketball broadcast. And I was like, oh, we should probably talk about that. Yeah. We had all sorts of we had all sorts of MIAA championship action, including basketball, which me and Drew were on the call for and on the men's side at least. The women they had to go to Hope in I mean, the game that decided who would end up hosting the tournament finals if the higher the high seeds got there, which we ended up being one and two us and hope. Probably the game of the year. Absolutely. In, in the MIAA women's side. It was such such an incredible game. It was I mean just back and forth all game long. But I mean Trine rolled their way to the championship game. They beat Olivet 103-31 and then they beat Albion 70 to 54. Huge 
huge wins and then losing to Hope in the final 64-54. But that's a really young team, only two seniors on the women's side. That's a team we'll see back next year, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing that, like you said, there's only two seniors and only one of them is starting. So we have four of the five starters coming back. It's going to be really fun to watch them. And, I mean, we talked about it. We were texting during the game because I didn't realize there was a watch party. So my apologies to the women's team. I was still watching. I was just not in Fabiani with everybody else. But our bench unit is so good. I mean, there's so much fun to watch. You're a big advocate of Rachel Stewart being MIAA Defensive Player of the Year. Yes, I am. Which, I mean, anybody that's watched us play would agree with you. She's an absolute terror on the defensive end. So is Kaylee Argyle, mm. which, again, this bench unit, so talented. And, again, it's just it's going to be such a dangerous team. They just seem to reload every year, and they come back stronger and stronger. Shout out to Shea Herbert and Sophia Craig, the two seniors on this team. Wish they could have gotten another ring, but not meant to be. I wish that they would have a chance to be in the national tournament too. But Yeah, that's definitely leaving a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, not having the national tournament. Obviously, D1 gets it. You know, eh. Why can't D3 have it too? It would be it would be a lot of fun. That team, that's a team, this trying team is a team that could have made a really deep run. I mean, they were ranked number three in the nation for a good part of the year. Just couldn't get past Hope. And, I mean, that Hope team, they had like nine seniors. That team's incredibly talented, too. And, again, that's another team a lot like us. They just come back, they reload, they get stronger every year, and it's going to be a heck of a battle again next year because pretty much bet on it that it's going to be those two at the top. Oh, yeah, you absolutely – I don't don't see anyone else even coming close. The women's side is not as competitive as the men's for MIAA, but Hope trying is always a marquee matchup you need to watch out for. And speaking of the men's side, man, what is there to say, Drew? You were there. I think you covered all the men's games. I had the Calvin, and I had the Calvin game, and then the championship game with you. Wow, what an incredible, incredible season for this team! I mean, again, just my sophomore year, sophomore year. This team was really good. Same situation. Couldn't quite close it out. Last year, again, another really, really good season. Got beat out for the regular season championship by Albion. And then ended up losing to Adrian in the championship game. And we talked about it a lot on the broadcasts. I mean, back-to-back years are just coming up so close. You know, just coming up short. It's such so close to achieving the end goal. And then all we hear all week long from all the players on the bench as the games are coming to a close. Hey, one more. One more. One more. Finish the job. One more. And... Wish we could have gotten one of those guys in here to interview. That's that's on me. I was going to try and get Bryce Williams. I mean, he hit huge shots down the stretch. Brent Cox was incredible also in that second half. And, like, I mean, we thought, we heard Nick Bowman say it in the postgame interview. You know, that technical that he drew, coach might not have liked it at the time, but it's what the team needed. And, you, I mean, you see it sometimes. Coaches, coaches are – the ones that usually do it, they draw the technical, get their team fired up, or they even get ejected to get their team fired up. What were uh, what were you seeing out there on that Saturday? Um, I just saw a team out there. For, for once, Nick Bowman finally got slowed down, only held eight points, and it still just didn't matter. The first half scared me, if I'm not going to lie, against Halloween because it almost seemed like we had a lid on the rim. Bowman was hitting, missing really easy shots, and uh, – 
Luckily, he came through. Yeah, Brent was huge. That technical, I don't know if that technical was deserving, really, but of all the extracurriculars that happened beforehand with Connor, um, yeah, it had to be given, but it's just a boost, and luckily Brent used it in the right way. Yeah, and I mean, he's such a competitor. That whole that whole team is just filled with guys that, like like uh, like Bowman said, and we heard Warzeka say it too at one point. Nobody cares about their stats. They just they all they care about is winning, and the team's done a really good job this year. Coach Miller said that there's something else coming for that team. We'll just have to wait and see and. Whenever that announcement comes out, we'll talk about that announcement. I have a feeling I know what it is, but I'm not going to spoil it. I heard in a class the other day, I have Connor Jones in a class, and I heard <laughs> what's happening. We won't spoil it. Did you ask him if he actually got punched in the face? I didn't get the chance to, but... it looked The replay looked bad. You can't really see anything, but yeah. the replay looks bad. Well, it just so happened that a guy was standing right in front of the yeah. action. But um, I saw a Trine student tweet that an Albion player said that they would punch them in the face, too. <laughs> Yeah, so. I also I also heard that a couple couple of my roommates were at the game, and I guess Albion was talking a lot of trash coming off the court. Um, but yeah, again, another just really good run for that team. The Calvin game, uh, we we've already talked about the Albion game. They won that game by two. It would have been five, but Cortez Garland goes down and hits a three right at the buzzer. Yeah, not a, not a fan of it. Not a fan of it, but I understand at the same time. Um, only a nine-point game at half, or 11-point game. I can't do math. 11-point game at the half, and then Trine just came out and, again, just had a really good second half against that Calvin team. Calvin kept it really close, though. That team, very talented there. I believe it's Luke Sheffers, only a freshman. And, I mean, that kid looked like a senior out there. That team's going to be tough next year. But no seniors for the Thunder team. Which, That's a storyline that I don't think a lot of people realize, but whole, all the D3 really needs to watch out for that because we will have a tournament next year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Trine's already announced that everything's going back to normal in the fall. If everything keeps going well, Trine will be back to normal stuff. We'll be able to have you know a bunch of people podcasting again. It'll be fun, fun, fun. Uh, and then the Alma game, they won by 39 Bowman and crew. Went to work. We had four starters in double digits. Mitchell Geller also added 15. And Geller was just incredible throughout the entire tournament. One of those guys that I wouldn't have expected to step up. But, I mean, just incredible job. He's, I mean, you got to have that guy that steps up, and it was Geller. Yeah, and always you see one person always step up. Sometimes it's Brent, sometimes it's Bryce. But Geller kept doing it consistently throughout the week, and it was fun to watch him and can't wait to see what he does his senior year. Absolutely. Um, as we said, whenever that announcement comes out from the men's team, we will uh, we'll have it and we'll be ready to talk about it. Moving on to the spring sports. Football's a spring sport this year. How do you feel about that? It's weird to say, but um, hey, we're going to try to finish out the season here, and that's going to be fun to watch those guys. They did really well in the fall. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm big time excited. Love 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 me some football it is definitely going to be weird with it being in the spring i'm sure josh hornbacher is not too happy about it being in the spring um try and finish pick to finish third in the miaa preseason coaches poll behind olivet and albion we'll see i mean this team as you said 44 27 win at adrian in the fall in the one game we played one of the few undefeated teams in the fall 
that actually played games. So Coach Abs was very high on the team for that. And then a 37-0 win over Manchester. Obviously, there's things to work on going from those two games, but that's two games that a lot of these young kids got experience in that is going to be instrumental going forward in this spring where the first three games are at home, but it's Albion, Adrian, and Alma. Yeah, it's, um, those games are really fun to watch, and especially, I believe, during the Manchester game, I was there, and they said that it was one of the few games like in the country that had fans allowed. So that was exciting to see. Um, I also love talking trash. I had a teacher in my high school that went to Manchester and played football there, so it was fun to talk trash to him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these games, first three games are at home, so it's going to be somewhat an advantage, but they'll be tough. But it's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, I have that. Albion game circled obviously team picked to finish first in the conference early in the season it'll be it's always a really good game any of those teams come to town it's always a good game um softball they were picked to win the MIAA followed by Calvin and Hope they'll start the season ranked number 22 in the nation their first game is on March 17th versus Anderson we might have a podcast before then I'm pretty sure I don't know how the weeks work but (laughs) Um, <laughs> days, months, weeks. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how calendars work. But, Drew, you're going to get your first experience of softball and baseball. Obviously, being a sophomore, we missed not – well, not only sophomores, but everybody missed all of baseball and softball season. I was really bummed because I was really looking forward to it. Baseball and softball are two of my favorite sports to watch and commentate on. So you'll get your first chance to look at one of the – one of the best teams in the nation. I mean, ranked number 22 to start the season, that's that's no joke. Yeah, and I'm really excited for it. It's really weird because when I came here for visits, no one really mentioned the sports here. And I just think, you know, D3, it's kind of just casual. Trine is really good at their sports, and I'm so glad to be here as a huge sports fan. It's almost like a perfect fit for me. But I'm really excited to see the softball team, especially after hearing of the pedigree that they have on the field third in the nation a couple years ago obviously a sports center top 10 play that i got lucky enough that i got picked to come back and be there for that game that was pretty cool again shout out josh hornbacher for being one of the best bosses on campus um again just looking forward to that team is going to be a lot of fun to watch and then baseball they start the 13th me and drew We'll have the game on the 14th, games on the 14th, hopefully, if you are free, sir. They start the season at Kalamazoo, and then they're at home on the 14th playing Albion. This is a team that went 9-2 and two early last year down in, I believe it was Florida, is where they went for their spring training, or their early spring games, if I can remember correctly, which I will double-check because I'm usually really wrong whenever I do this. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Pause for a commercial break. No, I'm just kidding. There's no commercials here. <laughs> That's not what we do. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah, now a word from our sponsors. Trine Broadcasting Network. Nope, that's not it. Yeah, they were in Florida for their spring. But, I mean, again, they were 1-2 and two after their first three games and then went down to Florida and won eight straight so I mean 
this is a team that has shown they know how to win ball games, and I'm excited to see they're picked, I believe, to be in the bottom half of the MIAA, but I don't think that'll hold up by the end of the season after what they showed early last year. Yeah, I don't really know much about baseball. Like, COVID really took that opportunity away for me to watch them, but um, knowing Trine, we're, we're probably going to be in the top half of the MIAA. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, any final words of wisdom from you, Mr. Everhart? Uh, not that I know of. Just let's have some fun this spring. Absolutely. Uh, Drew, what's your Twitter so the people can follow you? Drew's a great follow on Twitter, actually. Um, uh, appreciate it. At DEverhart00. That is, that is the person to follow. I am the real John K underscore on Twitter. I'm not cool enough to not have the underscore. Make sure to also follow Try and Broadcast on Twitter. Um, yeah, I think that's all we've got for you guys. Make sure to tune in to all these games. Football starts on the 20th. We'll talk about talk more about them as we get there. And then, obviously, the 14th, baseball takes on Albion. Me and Drew Everhart will have the call. We hope to see you all there. Have a great week. We'll talk to you all later. Peace. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.